0: you're listening to I on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. We frequently hear stories about law enforcement engagements gone bad. The split-second decisions required of officers in many high-stress encounters may be something that they rarely face and for which they may never train. But now there's a new virtual reality training system that will allow officers to train for these situations in an immersive, realistic setting. It's called VRDT, Virtual Reality Decisions and Tactics, or verdict. On the line to tell us more is Juan Barillas, the manager for virtual system sales. Thank you for joining me.
1: No, thank you for having me.
0: Can you describe virtual reality training? Like what kind of equipment is involved and how does it work?
1: Well, uh, virtual reality, you know, it's very interactive, responsive, and it feels real. The simulator actually teaches you uh, we're trying to move away from the shoot, don't shoot. One possible outcome are gone completely. We're done with that. So we're moving forward and um, with the platform where it's driven for uh, safety, de-escalation, and critical decision making um, and protocols and much more. Some of the equipment that we use for VRs is going to be a headset that are actually monitored and you'll be able to detect the person's arms and headset uh, movement inside that reality world. So. It's pretty neat in the direction where law enforcement is headed now with VR. And
0: how long does an officer train with the headset and goggles?
1: Oh uh, Well, he'll, he'll be able to go actually through a couple scenarios. Some of the scenarios may be consistent of de-escalation, after-shooter, domestic violence. And those scenarios will actually last about maybe uh, within five minutes within that scenario frame, time frame that you will have. One of the good things about this, it's very interactive with the instructor and the officer who, who's in actually that real world where the instructor will have the capability to actually take over the voice of the suspect or the individual inside that who is the main focus on and interact with him inside that VR world. So it might be a lot of dialogue, right? Because we need more de-escalation we need more verbals to actually convey our information over to the suspect to either put the weapon down or actually talk him down. So you have a possibility of many scenarios from... Family stops, from traffic stops, suicidals, things that officers are actually encountering on a daily basis out there in the field.
0: Tell us about some of the different scenarios and why they're so important.
1: Well, de-escalation scenarios. One of the scenarios that you might encounter on a daily basis are just regular uh, pedestrian talks, where you just talking to an individual and in a tenth of a second, it will escalate to a situation where it'd be high risk. Now, in the system, in the VR system, you're going to be gauged by time. You know, time, distance, what do you have in between you and that individual of interest? So one of the things that we have to keep in mind is how how is that officer going to respond? Because we already know that officers have maybe less than a tenth of a second to make a decision whether it might be into a use of deadly force or just a regular use of force where he's able to use his less lethal, such as a taser, OC spray, or a baton, if those things are at his disposal, but scenarios are important because that's one of the things that we deal on a daily basis. It may be from domestic violence. Domestic violence is one of the most dangerous calls to go on as a police officer because the stress level is elevated at a high where the suspect or the victim are actually either in a verbal argument or a physical argument. Officers don't have that information responding. So in this system, you'll be able to, we will be able to actually recreate that kind of same scenario, and create the distance the space inside um, either a residential home outside or where it may be. So those are the types of scenarios that this system actually offers.
0: Can trainers switch things up for the trainee? How does that work?
1: Well the trainers at a fly because they're in total control inside that system uh, with that system where he can escalate it or de-escalate the situation. The instructor will be dictated by how the officer is doing inside there. If the officer is actually demonstrating all good traits as far as the command presence, he's able to articulate himself. He's actually cool and collective in there, or the instructor has the ability to take and elevate his stress level by countering what he's doing. So an example, one of the things that this system is able to do is uh, the instructor can actually take over the voice of the suspect. So he's able to actually escalate or deescalate the situation because we already know that in a perfect world, a suspect can give up, put, put his hands up, and put the handcuffs on. And then the officer can start his investigation, whether he's going to get arrested or not And here, the instructor will be able to actually escalate the situation by actually having an argument with the officer to see how cool can he maintain during this scenario. Am I able to push his buttons where the officer may lose his cool and do something dumb. But those are the, one of the values about this training that we rather do the, the mistake in training, correct things in this in training environment before he goes, in the live scenario or when, or he's on the field.
0: I'm speaking with Juan Barillas, the manager for virtual system sales, about their new virtual reality training system for police officers. You mentioned that this program will help officers de escalate tense situations. Tell us more about that.
1: The de escalation is everything right now because we, I mean, the last thing that officers want to do is actually use some type of force to actually take into custody. Not necessarily. Um, what we confuse is when handcuffs go on a suspect, it does not mean that person's arrested. It's just a means that the person. We just want to take control of the, of the situation and investigate to see whether there was a crime committed or not, whether or not those cuffs come on easy and they off. So in this training environment, we are able to do that. We're able to simulate that where we can go into a scenario where that um, officers respond on a daily basis, and they can do a concrete investigation whether they have to put the handcuffs on or not or use some kind of force. We already know that once we use some kind of force, then there's an investigation that's going to follow by why the force was actually taken, was it justified or not? And so one, this is one of the things that this system can do is be able to do the training in a controlled environment, correct the mistakes before they actually go out there live in, uh, in the real world and actually, you know, are confronted by these situations that happen on a constant basis.
0: What has the response from law enforcement been like? Do the officers tell the trainers that it feels like real life?
1: I haven't seen it, but uh, some of the officers um, we, we do have in California, uh, we have a total of seventy systems outfitted outfit from from northern California, mid California, and southern California. So they're using it on a constant basis for their actually use of force training, where they're mandated to do certain amount of hours of training, and they're actually utilizing the system. So uh, it may be if they go in each police department actually they're able to create their own scenarios based on the crime trends that are happening in that location. So I uh, have not seen that yet, but I'm sure the officers are actually um, receptive to the training that's being utilized right now for them.
0: Do you envision VR being used by police and sheriffs across the country?
1: Yes, I do. I, I was a police officer for 15 years with the Los Angeles Police Department. I was actually trained to the old type of simulators of no shoot, do no shoot. That's how I was brought up. This system here, it's going to be the way of the future, where it's going to get better and better every year. The VR, that's why uh, California decided to go in this direction because they already knew that VR is going to be the future.
0: And is there anything else we should know?
1: No, I wish I had a system for you can try it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, when I mean the, the VR is going to be the way of the future of police training because you're able to do a lot of things where we were limited to. Um, here, you're a, like a, again, I'm very keen to this where you can make the corrections here in training and make the officer better so his decision-making can actually save lives out there in the field.
0: And if a police department or a sheriff's office wanted to start implementing this training for themselves, how would they reach out to you?
1: Uh, we're uh, various Training Solutions. We're worldwide. We're actually one of the pioneers who started our virtual training with the FAT simulators. So uh, we're venturing off and we're actually embracing the future where we are so they can they can reach us at com and they'll be able to reach out to them and we'll be able to pass on some information for them.
0: I've been speaking with Juan Barillas, the manager for virtual system sales, about the new virtual reality training system for our police officers. Thank you for your service as a police officer and thank you for working to make our community safer.
1: Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it.
0: Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left
1: center field, it is high, it is
0: far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home right.